Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. Did you miss me? I'm Declan. <laughs> That's what Annabelle writes on the card. Uh, we, I think uh, Declan in this one's going to take the form of Bathsheba. He's, he's going to be the he's going to be the demon of this this episode. No, <laughs> the skeptic. The skeptic. If you want to get out there and thought, I like this movie's good. Well, really? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I'll, general I'll get thoughts. Into general thoughts. Yeah, it's good. It's we're really doing. Good. We're doing this. We should probably tell them what we're doing. <laughs> this week we're doing the Conjuring. Uh, yeah. So general thoughts is. Declan, that it's good. It is good. Yeah, it's, it's heaps well done. It's like a um, these movies are more like a sort of theme park ride kind of thing because they're more of an adrenaline rush than they are yeah. anything else. Yep. And I think James Wan does a pretty good job, like with the camera and things yeah. like that. And I feel like it's the closest you get to sort of the techniques of The Shining and things like that mm. when he's in charge. Yeah. I would just say that that my problem with a lot of these movies is by the, by the time it gets to the third act, yeah, it it gets too crazy because for really? the first for the first two thirds, it's kind of like sitting in a realm where you're like, "Whoa, this is really creepy." I could see this happening and creeping me out, but then yeah. once it gets to that last part, it's just like, "Oh, it's just it's gone ham." Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a point. All those movies have that same formula. The, I think I think this movie isn't the best one he's done. Um, really, I think I like the there's, second there's, one more. I've, and I'd seen, yeah, I yeah. hadn't seen this one before. This was my first time watching it, but I watched the second one. Yeah, the second one was, was better, but the ending was just it just went too crazy. Yeah, it's funny. I always thought that I liked the first one more as well until I watched this one again for the first time since watching the second yeah. one mm. ages back. But you can tell this is this was the first one you did because he didn't do this, then he did Insidious. Is that right? I think Insidious, no, came, Insidious came first. Came oh, first, okay. and then. It was Insidious, Insidious 2, Conjuring, right. Conjuring 2. He did pretty much did them in, in order. In order, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, it was funny. I, I honestly thought this movie was going to be better. And then I went, oh, shit, I think I like the second one more. Yeah, which is rare for a, yeah. like a franchise. Yeah. But I think the introduction of something like The Nun in the second film is such a oh, strong, so good. Uh, scary character. Mm. Yeah. That when it comes to something like Bathsheba, which is like, I don't know, she's scary. It's not like ultra mm. out there. But yeah, I've always, I always like these type of movies. Yeah. But I like them for the, for the fact that they go from being supernatural thrillers, like something that you are, are getting an adrenaline rush from, mm. to an action film. Yeah. I find that one does So you like that turn? I actually like it. Okay. I like the turn only because I, I feel like a lot of, I don't think a lot of them actually do do it. The more the more I've seen of them, the more I think that they all, if they do do it, they do it very poorly. Mm. Um, no, I agree. I, that's that. Yeah, that's because you guys think that I don't like. Well, Daniel thinks that I don't like <laughs> horror. It's not that I don't like horror. I just think that there's a lot of bad horror movies out there. Yeah, yeah there's well, plenty. there is. There's tons. But I, I find horror movies they sort of fall into the same category as like the slashes. It's there just for a laugh, you know. No, see, I think this one's. I think this one's above that. I think this it's one sits depth. in a yeah. station above all it's that. It's true. Like, this is, you've got your better ones like this one. This is like a really clever movie. Like yeah. it's still, they're always going to be a bit skint on story mm. because they mm. need to spend more of their time building the uh, the, 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 the horror yep. and the sort of backstory of what is why the horror is taking place, yeah, rather yeah. than actually have a current story going through yeah. so that always so you just get instead you just get things where it's like mm. family new home 
you know that they're like they're all going to school and things like that and you get a bit about ed and lorraine and what they do and that's sort of like that's your current story and the rest is it's almost like a mystery that you when you're wanting to uncover Mm. why this stuff is taking place i i want to i was gonna say once uh expertise or i think experience in this the way he introduces the horror oh my god it's just it's it's very subtle like i think the major scene in this is that clap scene right Yep. That's the best. That that scene, the one, with the one where very, it comes out of the yeah. shadows, that's that's good. masterful. Look, still gives me goosebumps. Yeah. But he introduced it first, just the girls as playing. Yeah, and you don't know what's going to happen, and then you it plays again with the little well, girls. I do, I do have to say the the um like the guy that's watched heaps of movies and had to write his own stuff before did. As soon as they were playing a game called hide and clap oh, with yeah. a blindfold on, I went, "Well, this is gonna it's this gonna is gonna have good. a payoff," you know. Yeah. And it was the payoff was yeah so good. It was it's, really yeah. good. Um, and they they played on that a few times, but just going back to the um, like this being one of the better ones, yeah. I still think for me the ultimate uh, horror um, and the style I like is mm. a film like Hereditary. That that a real slow build mm. and oh the way it was executed and then towards the end, like I know the shit hits the fan at the end, but fuck, I just, to this day we we watched the, the movie we watched it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. The cinema was as dead silent. I reckon mm. everyone's jaws on the ground going, what the hell? Because it just built up to this intense moment. I, I can see maybe what you mean. I think I think you enjoy the drama aspect of it more than you do the the scares or the tension. I, I don't know. I, I like the maybe tension, you... but I like, as Tarantino says, you know, and you pull the rubber band. I like yeah. it just to keep stretching and stretching and stretching until the boom. But I, but that's I what he that... did. That's what he did with, sorry, to, yeah. but that's what Tarantino did with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or even Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, but well, he still released. But he released. But once upon a a time in Hollywood is a whole Whole movie of stretching the rubber band. (laughs) It is to the all the way to the end from start to end. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 it's weird because for me, uh, I have a strong interest in horror movies. Yeah, I love horror movies. So how, so how does this one sit on the scale for you? Up there in the top there. five, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, and right. and I find that that I kind of categorize them in two different ways. One, some are like a gore shock type of thing, yeah, and then there's others that are literally scary films. They're yeah. scary movies. Yeah, See the, the zombie the, Rob Zombie. The gore, the gore shock ones are the ones that I'm just like can't the ones where it's yeah. like it's it's not all of them. I'd say that I, I probably just haven't seen the good ones, but there was, I think I'm like scarred from listening to people in high school. <laughs> Yeah, that would be like, yeah, I watched this movie last night. And I just laughed at it. It wasn't even scary, and that made me be like, oh yeah, okay, tough, tough bloke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. So you got like a, you got the same feeling that I get with, like, uh, this. You got that same type of scarring. That s, uh, what is it called? Um, when you get uh, like shock. PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> that's it. The same PTSD that I have from fucking Alien that you got from school with it. <laughs> so now you got that feeling of I don't like find Alien scary at all. No, no. He means just because he worked on, on when he worked on oh, right, where it's okay, like now track, you yeah. see people of that type of nature and you're like I fucking hate you. Yeah. Like you know, it's yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that I hate you. It's just that I just don't I dislike your character. Yeah. Mm. Um. No, but with this type of film, there's it's weird because I like these type of movies to have. A, a full-blown tension, the general tension. Yeah. But I do like it when I watch something fly across a fucking room. So I yeah. so I do think that, you know, the movies that I, I did enjoy, for example, on this type of realm, I hated paranormal activities. Yeah. Did you? I hated them. I thought the first I, paranormal... I, I, thought, I thought the first one was actually pretty good. But yeah. I, I liked the second one. 
Okay. And I like the second one because there's this moment where they go full on with it. They let the whole family know that there is something the fuck in there. And I like that idea that the whole family isn't going... There's not one guy going, oh, man, you know, like, it's not real. There's nothing worse in a movie than having the father go, it's not real or something like that in the movie. Fucking does my head. Yeah, in. it's annoying. Mm. But has the is that the one where at the end you just see um, it's he, where the girls just, get picked up? Yeah, he's just standing like this and then it's sort of looping in the video. Just, oh, like, that's the first the one, I think. Oh, yeah, one. that's the first one. That was freaking freaky. Man. Yeah, because oh, I saw the first one in a cinema. Mm. Um, I think yeah, it see, is that, a different experience. That would have made it better, yeah. But I went because me and my mates were like, well, I think we were away camping, and I remember, I remember. <laughs> We were drunk and we went to watch it. Yeah. And I was sobering up as the movie was getting scarier and scarier, oh, which was like a weird <laughs> yeah, experience. Like, and I just fun. remember we were just sitting there just going, oh my God, man, this is, this is too much. Because yeah. st- that was still it. at the point where it, they were they were marketing it as real footage. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and no one was 100% certain if it was real or not yet. And yeah, then the I remember idea. <laughs> we were down the coast. You know, like when you go camping, how there's just no street lights or anything. We're driving yeah. back to our camp. <laughs> oh shit! Kangaroos are jumping in front of us. We were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <clears throat> I just think that these type of movies for me, I like the tension to be there, and then I like the the rubber band to fucking explode. Yeah. And I want to see. Uh, for me, I like you know, I like the Conjuring too because with the ending of it, you have, you have the nun. You know, have Valak there mm-hmm. and it's there and shit is going mayhem. There's fucking shards of glass flying everywhere. There's that tree stump down the bottom. All of that shit's going on. Mm. Um, and I like that idea of when things just go boom. You know, mm. even um, uh, Drag Me to Hell, the opening to Drag Me to Hell. Is that, is that Sam Raimi? Yeah. Yeah, he's where, good, man. Where it's just like this big open hall and yeah. then just people are getting flown across the room and the idea of that that an entity's just shooting shit around yeah blows my mind yeah. so that's, that, you, that that that's okay yeah so but i like that i like also like i think these movies the biggest thing i enjoy about these movies is uh the technical aspects oh yeah. as a filmmaker yeah. i think everything to do with it technically is almost harder to do than a lot of other movies because it's nearly all practical isn't it this movie yeah like, there's barely yeah. any cgi whatsoever no. in it, yeah. which is which is very cool and mm. i like the introduction of like you know the fact that there is minor cg elements but there's also uh you know a lot of special effects makeup there's a lot of yeah. uh, camera techniques happening mm. a lot of you know introduction of sound techniques that oh, you know, man. is how, not in how good is the sound film. sounds amazing even when yeah. they put the headphones on you just hear that sound yeah it's Oh, it's, it's, it's really good it's, it's fun because I watched this movie with my girlfriend on the weekend yeah. and it was funny because she's so jumpy <laughs> it was making me jump less because every time I felt the tension started to build I just started laughing because I was like <laughs> you know you know, you know when yeah. um, you know when she when the mum first plays hide and clap and she's got the blindfold on yeah and you know it's you can feel the tension but you know when she, she starts walking and she bumps into a cupboard which yeah. is just because she can't see my yeah. girlfriend jumped at that wow <laughs> and I was like that's not <laughs> man at least you had someone to watch it with i had i had my mate down yeah. from newcastle and his wife they refused to watch it joanne refused to watch it like i'm like okay i'll just watch it by myself i, I watched it, it by sucked. myself you know i put all the shutters down in my room and just watched it in you my room it my advice but to people would be if you people. are feeling terrified after it just google um like bts conjuring footage oh yeah and oh. you will you will you will calm down but yeah. i'll tell you i'll tell <laughs> you i love this. to make a horror movie eh? like a I, like a good see i'm a nerd i, I love watching the bts footage but it, like it yeah. will break the spell for you because oh, yeah. you will oh, destroy yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this there is a moment um 
there's only a few movies that have ever truly scared me. Uh, the Grudge and the movie's not even that yeah, scary. It's the sound. But no, it was because of how I watched it. I watched it alone. I was 13 or 14 mm. and I was in the cinemas at night. My oh, parents yeah. were like, we're not coming with you. And and I was like, I want to watch yeah, this movie. Exactly. And they're like- You're alone in the cinema. Yeah, and they're like- Yeah, the cinema then. to yourself. Yeah, there was yeah. no other person in the cinema. <laughs> That's but creepy. What, but what <laughs> scary. Yeah, but what makes that worse is they always pick scenes where you're most vulnerable. Like in the- is it like right, Just so you know, da- Daniel just subconsciously Sarah. picked up Voldemort's wand off the table. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> with this series, I thought that was your wand. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to begin with. Am I like a badass or something? You're the bad guy of, of Harry Potter to begin with. Where? Because you got a few of them there that you're like, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always put on the ethnic voice? I don't know. <laughs> That's how he makes himself sound smarter. That's what I used to do on top. <laughs> uh, what were we saying? What were we saying before? Um, we were oh, talking yeah. about, yeah. So, yeah, in the grudge, because I remember taking Joe, I think we were married back then. I think we were. It was a long time. It would have been. Yeah, it and was... I kept doing the noise going. Oh yeah, that, but it was always in the bed. Yeah. You know when she goes into the bed and it yeah, comes yeah, from the yeah, bot yeah. underneath the sheets. Yeah, fuck that. That's scary because you're in your bed all the time. Mm. <laughs> and then not little shower scenes and stuff. Okay, so that does it for me. And then it was literally, and I spent like probably half a night there that I couldn't sleep. The Conjuring two fucked me up. <laughs> like no, no, it literally fucked me it's up. It's weird, but this is okay. Keep going off. And you know why? I remember after watching the Conjuring two at your house, but I remember did like it, it creeped me. Yeah. It creeped me. But it is know, 100%. 100%. It is yeah. the thing me. that my mind, my mind, my brain was playing <laughs> tricks on me. Uh, I went to bed because I was living in Sydney at the time. I went to bed, and in the corner of the room, I kept seeing yellow eyes. Yeah, that's creepy. It was fucking my head up. Are we just, are we, I'm telling you the truth. Can I ask? Can I say something? I, and it's never done. I've never. I told you. I've never had any experience like that. One before. of my one of my mates Horrifying. is a huge Christian. Uh, like, like, <laughs> he would be like, get an exorcism. If nah, you saw that. he says. Well, ba- he said. I don't know if this is true or not, but basically, you shouldn't watch these films. Yeah. Is what they believe because it can it open a up door. a door. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. do, are we just going to do movies that scared us for a little bit years? <laughs> well, it's a part of it. Um, yeah. We'll go no, into it more. I'll, I'll say good. that the two movies, well, one of them is a director as a whole and the other one is a movie. So right. the movie, The Shining, yeah. that movie, I will not watch it now because really? I know, no, honestly, the last time I watched it, I lost fucking sleep. Really? It's wow. So, it's so... Like, that movie creeps me the fuck out, man. I don't know. Why, why is it? Why is that? It's just the whole atmosphere that Kubrick builds around the it. dead halls. The dead hall. And just the way that he like... James Wan does it a lot in this movie as well. I think that... He'll show something and then I'll walk off The screen. Shining... I think I learned this in uni, but I could be wrong. It's the, it's the first actual theatrical film to use Steadicam. Yeah, oh, yes, that's right. It is, yeah. Um, it actually introduced yeah, they, Steadicam. They, they sort of invented it for, it for it, right. Yeah. I'm sure there were other things that were similar to it, but yeah. you know when he, they're following like the kid around, this is how he builds dread and this is what James Wan does in it as well. And if anyone listening to this can pay attention to sort of things like this when they watch movies from now on, yeah. hopefully I've taught something. Yeah. Um, he forces the Steadicam behind the toddler in a way that you don't see around the corner until after he's already turned it. When he's on that little tricycle thing, yeah. James Wan does a lot in this. When you're following someone, it's a personal turn, and you're in your head, you're like something's flying around that corner. Oh, no, yeah. They don't let you see it 
until the very last second, and that's Goosebumps. what see that's what yeah. that's what builds the dread. It's Creepy. like it, it creates so much tension just yeah. from a simple little because movement. you know you know it's something's there, but you can't see it. You turn yeah. the corner and you see those two little very girls. Smart. I'm fucked. I'm out. I'm like yeah. I'm pedaling yeah, backwards, man. <laughs> and the, you know the woman the the woman in the bath. <laughs> that's fucked. That see, and then yeah. the, <laughs> and then there's the one near the end of the Shining yeah. as well, where the, it's just the head. The no, the one that got me as well is the the fucking. The people in like costumes. Yeah, that. Why is that head. freaky? Because it's just like a dude. It's just like a. It's just like a dude, obviously doing some sort of sex act with another person that you can't see off screen, and then he just turns and looks, and it's fucking scary. Because you know it's a ghost. Yeah, that doesn't. You know it's a ghost. That doesn't get me. I think because that one gets me, man. That, that one gets me. me. That I think one it's gets old. Me. I don't know. Nah, that movie still gets me. Uh, and then the other one is David Lynch, the director. Yeah. Be careful with that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he um he stages things in a, like normal things that freak me out like I don't, have you ever watched twin peaks yeah no you know, uh, you know the scene in twin peaks it where it's just like um it's the, the mum has like a flash of what's happened to the daughter that's been murdered yeah and it's just like that creep bob the creepy bob oh, with the long yeah. hair just at the foot of the bed staring up at the camera yeah nah it's creepy as well even like <laughs> even to me like stuff like even the simple thing like the backwards shot fucks yeah. me up they're yeah. like you know that gum you like it's gonna come back yeah how they filmed it all they filmed it all in um reverse and then played it backwards yeah (laughs) not hard pass so they (laughs) they say all the dialogue backwards when they film it and he's dancing backwards yeah they walk like backwards and then they play it forwards yeah Yeah. so when they speak it sounds normal but it's off because it's it's, weird yeah and and the one thing he said he goes that gum you like is going to come back into style. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> and you go, <laughs> and you go, ah, it's just scary. It's just weird, yeah. Just how it happens. I think sometimes the ab, that form of abnormal, yeah. that like, that just uh, otherworldly creepy mm. is yeah. what pulls people into that scare. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen Small Holland Drive? Have you watched that, David I Lynch? Haven't. Yeah, I have, yeah. If, I watch that, because yeah. I won't spoil it for you, but there's a scene in that one that is infamously like- Scary. Scary. All right. And it's oh. just one scene. You Definitely know what's a good quiz. sleeper horror? Which one? Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. Really? Have you seen that? No, nah, I haven't. It's pretty good. With with America's America's sweetheart, the bacon eater. Oh yeah. But six degrees of mind you, everyone I, loves bacon. <laughs> I saw that I saw that maybe like, oh man, maybe twenty years ago. Yeah. But at the time I was like, ooh, this is pretty freaky. But yeah. Stir of Echoes. Yeah. Twenty years ago, isn't that maybe, old? Maybe fifteen. 15 years mm. I'm gonna have to have a look I know there was um, There's other movies That remind me of Of um, Conjuring From years ago uh, Things like I think they even showed it In one of those videos You sent me uh, The one with Nicole Kidman Oh uh, um, The The, uh, the Alex, others The Alex, others yeah. Fantastic Yeah it's good uh, One of The only Nicole Kidman films Yeah like. I know But I know. yeah Just uh, While we're talking about other films Yeah Before we get on to The Conjuring What's your scariest film That you've seen Oh, my scary probably the experience was the conjuring too okay but i'd say that like i still have bad feelings over watching the exorcist yeah because of and it's not even because of the movie itself it's because of the stigma around the movie mm. has nothing to do with the movie mm. the movie i think itself is really well made it's well shot it has uh, uh intelligent um writing and intelligent uh, backstory and themes. For example, I read The Exorcist, the original book. Wow. Fantastic book. But she doesn't go full possessed until the last 10 pages. Okay. The rest of it is all about how 
it's all about debunking possession, mm. debunking how people um, get things like, for example, you know, writing popping up on skin. They go into the conjuring like that. Harry Potter. It's actually, it's actually a, um, it's a mental thing where if you tell your body to do it, if you believe it enough, your body will actually create engravings on your skin. What? Hundred percent. It's and all of the stuff inside of the Exorcist is uh, uh, researched. So William Peter Blatney, I think his name is, he actually researched all of this psychological hectic, yeah. ideas. The speaking of tongues mm. uh, is just uh, an unlocking of the, the mind. So you've heard yeah, lots my, of different my dad's language. A, my dad's a strong Catholic, and back in the day they used to go pray up in the morning on the on Saddleback Mountain. And he used to go with his family and Dominus the, the dad and the son mm. used to speak tongue. He, he was blown out. He's going, holy crap. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it's un, it's a lot of the time it's an unlocking of the mind mm. where you remember your mind sorts through its files and remembers things that they that it's heard just in locations. Mm. So a lot of the time, like when people say, you know, there's a, it, it, a lot of the exorcist book is debunking possession. Mm. It isn't. Uh, and then it ends off with like, you know, she's actually possessed. But, you know, but that is just a, uh, uh, the ending is kind of this thing like don't always say that it can't ever happen. It is keep the mind open mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. But it does say like, you know, don't be an idiot as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. To me, the, my number one movie for ultimate horror, I reckon it was Exorcist. Yeah, well, it's just a. It's but it's just I've never, a I don't think I've ever seen. Oh, it's good. It's, yeah. The cinematography is really good. It's yeah. that famous scene. I know it's a classic. Where the guys film, walking yeah. through yeah. under the streetlights. That's oh, a really it's a be- famous. Oh, it's scene beautifully in. shot. Yeah. And uh, all the special effects uh, at the time, it was just out of this yeah. world. It's, yeah. You know the whole like the crop. There's a scene where she takes this cross and starts like stabbing her like vagina with the yeah. cross. Yeah, right. Jeez. And and yeah, she's back then you gotta think with nineteen seventies. Yeah, seventies and she's going like fuck me, fuck me with the yeah. cross. Yeah, and the, vo- the voice is hectic. And it's a young girl doing it. She's yeah. doing this role and they've taken this if you see the behind the scenes it's like, oh no, we just got a fucking cardboard box near her like privates. Yeah. And she's just stabbing the box and the box is filled with blood. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. And you're like, holy shit. Like that was it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> anyway, yeah. there's stuff like that that it just goes wow. You know, that's mm. that was a turning point for horror. Mm. Um, all right, let's get into the Conjuring and like some of the the points for the Conjuring. Yeah. I want to say the opening of this film rips hard. The and it's mainly the titles. I love the design of the titles creeping down and the music blaring. Like mm. Mm. It, he does that with the Insi- Insidious as well. Yeah. With like the the strong like everything goes haywire mm. on it. What are your thoughts on that? Did you guys like that type of thing? Did you notice it? Yes, yeah, cool. I, I I liked it. I don't have a strong memory of it, but mm. I'm sure it started building the dread for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I thought I'd just I just didn't pay much attention out. to it. I must have, maybe I was like distracted or something when it first started. Fair which I is, thought I'd throw it out there. I, it was something that I saw. I was like, Reese is a titles man. I love you that. You do type love of titles, thing. yeah. Yeah, I like that. I also like. I'm always. I'm happy for a cold opening, but I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Get me to the fucking story, man. No, no. I, like, I, like, I don't mind titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like this type of title. I, I like title sequences that are like from the '70s with like the little MXCMCC one yeah, 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 at yeah, the yeah, bottom. Yeah. yeah. What you about know. like the classic movies where it had just like uh, the slides? Yeah, yeah, and it's just 
Oh. Actually, there was something on... There was a movie on TV the other night. It was, like, it was like in the early 2000s or 90s or something like that. Remember those movies and they always used to just start by just showing wide shots of the city they were taking place in with just the titles the title on the it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very What happened like... to that era? <laughs> Why doesn't anyone no. do that anymore? That always feels... feels... <laughs> <laughs> it always feels so like... I don't know godfather in style you know what it's i mean more like rom-coms like really? sort of when harry met sally and stuff like that do it yeah oh yeah hmm. well but anyway that's a that's a real divergence but yeah um <laughs> so it's set in 1968 so it's a while back this whole story mm. well, um yeah it started 1968 yeah to 1971, but it does have this opening on the whole uh annabelle mm-hmm. doll mm-hmm. thing that's a bit weak, if it's I'm being honest. so yeah, weak. Yeah, it even feels weirdly acted and everything. Yeah. Like. yeah, and even like the yeah the the two... Is it two nurses yeah. or something that live mm. in this place? And there's this whole like, you know... Um, what does it say? It says something like, I'm here or something like that. On Miss, the me. Yeah. Miss me. Miss me. That's yeah. what I said at the start. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like... Mm. <laughs> it was like, you man, know what? who cares? It's the Chucky idea. It's the, it's the, like, it's the old like, you know... It's a doll that's come to life. It's so like, mm. yeah. I get, I'm not scared of a doll. My question, <laughs> my question is, why couldn't they just jump straight into the story? This story. Why did they have know. to show this little prologue? Yeah, I don't know because it doesn't. It doesn't. I get it. Sort of establish, establishes Ed and Lorraine, but they could have established yeah. Ed and Lorraine when they when they do later anyway. I don't. It didn't make yeah. much sense to me. But well, I think that like. They They're trying to build a conjuring shared universe. I, guess, I think that's that. what they were doing, but they didn't even know it. He was just like, we got to introduce Ed and Lorraine. And I think what I would have gone their, for... And their story of yeah. horrors. Well, what I would have gone for was the Amityville, but unfortunately... That's later. Yeah, it was after the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they they were probably like, what's a case there beforehand a, that we can bring them in with? But, so it's not a, important. In, in the movie, I think the priest or someone said... At the end, he goes, we got a, yeah, another case yeah, for you. Um, he says, like, in New Island or something like that. Yeah, but that's for the Conjuring 2, isn't it? Long no. That's oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the next case they would do is the Amity. That's is the, that, the is that what the next movie? Because there's a movie coming out next year for the Conjuring series. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, it, no, they might, man, because it's called The Devil already... Made Me Do It. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I read what it was about. It was about uh, some dude that said he was possessed, and that's why he murdered people and stuff. Sounds like the Amityville. Could have been, yeah. I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah, I mean... Let's be realistic. These, well, that's the one thing I also want to say. This this movie is does every trope of a of a horror movie. Mm. It does. It just does them very well. Does yes, yeah, does and that's something that you know I think should be stated. Yeah, it, I don't. I don't. You know, condone the fact that this is a this is nothing different. It is just something that is better than the rest. But this mm. just goes to show if you do like tropes aren't bad. No, and if you do them right, mm. this is when when they're in the hands of like people that know what they're doing mm. it's amazing it's yeah. just when people don't know what they're doing and they're all they're doing is just trying to hit these beats for the purpose of hitting the beats that's yep. when it's yeah that's yeah. when it falls apart yeah and a lot of movies do that unfortunately even the later films like the nun i still haven't watched that only because that's so bad everyone said it's crap it's horrible and it's a shame because you got what is argue arguably to me one of the top five best scenes no scary characters oh yeah it is a horrifying character mm. the piercing eyes mm. it just does it just yeah. freaks you fuck that's seen in conjuring too man yeah with the with the photo with the, the painted photo <laughs> that was so Why good why would you eh? paint that and hang it 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. Like, like, why would you put that on your wall? It comes to the, it comes to the same thing as uh, why I put laser targets of, with dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, probably, I guess. But yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I thought it was cool though. Um, uh, there's the dog's hut part in this film. Uh, the dog Sadie. Yeah, they did the. They broke yeah. the one rule of movies: don't kill the dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, there's well, poor it, dog. Well, it opens with this dog, like, nah. So don't go in there. Yeah, nah, fuck this house. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> when a dog is like, I'm not going into the house. You got to question the house. Yeah, I know. Straight off the bat. Yeah. Straight away. You can imagine that, like, in those, you know, the Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legit. But I'm like, nah. And then also finding a little little toy. Like oh, yeah. April finds the toy yeah. with the swirl. I'm Stirring like, it. anything yeah. with a swirl on it. The music Stirring. box, was it? Yeah, the yeah. music box, yeah. Which uh, that was cool, harken, harkens back to Saw, the swirl. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. James Wan's first James movie. Wan, yeah. yeah. So, it's yeah, it is kind of that opening with that it is interesting that they still kept that in there when i, I don't think the movie would have lost anything by just establishing no. ed and lorraine later yeah. when they do that seminar at the uni or mm. wherever they are the college yeah, yeah. well I don't, have, I don't think it would have lost anything at all yeah, nothing yeah. Well, there, there is that moment where um they're talking about an old case which is the nun case mm. they're talking about this case where someone's getting the, the cross happens and then all that and she's kind of obviously it was the case where they lost someone yeah and they're having like uh, problems going back to investigating. That that footage of that guy is that the same actor that's in the nun, the guy that gets possessed. No. Okay. Would so cool it's a different was. actor, but it is the same character. Right. So you see the cross come out on his stomach. And yeah. That. Yeah. So it's it's weird because you you like you you definitely did not need the whole Annabelle aspect of it. No. It was just it feels very uh ham fisted into Because even later when, when Annabelle comes into it with the daughter. Yeah. It was like Yeah, it, it felt, felt weird like, that they even chucked that scene in there what? really in the big yeah, scheme. Yeah, I thought of that things, was strange. But, yeah. I well, think unless they're trying to um show it's all taking its toll on the rain. I get that's what it was trying to do, yeah. but I just felt like they were really trying to use the Annabelle doll. Yeah. Which we'll go into a little bit later on, mm. uh, the actual story. Uh, we got some Have you seen the real doll? Questions from yeah, it doesn't fans. look as freaky as the one in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just a raggedy Annabelle. Raggedy, yeah. 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 Um, continuing on, uh, the kids all look different. Like all completely different. Oh, like not part of the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how many different partners did oh, this family have? I actually couldn't. Them. I couldn't keep track of how like who they were because there was when, like six of them. Because there was the oldest one, and then next thing, the, there was the two sharing the room that we got yeah. shown yeah. a lot of stuff. And, then and I thought two that was else. I thought that was the oldest one, but that next thing they were standing next to each other. And I was like, how many fucking kids are there? Yeah, there was, <laughs> but I found it. I, I can't remember the names now, but I like how he how he introduced all the characters for that one shot take. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah the, the the camera's going through the the house. If I is it Nancy? Oh yeah, girl? yeah. Where it goes through the door, they, they yeah, lift but all the, the names chair. are dropping there. And your mum goes, "Oh, can you tell such and such outside?" Mm. And she goes outside and calls her name. I like how they introduced find, all the names. I didn't find it helpful. Oh I, yeah, well, do you find it helpful? Like, can you could you know some of the characters? I from thought that? I thought it was creative, but I think once you introduce, like, if you had that, I think you still need to to say more the names. Yeah, you know, through the movie. I yeah, I I, I know what you mean, but I didn't really need it. I, yeah. I, I, I sort of feel cool. like the main part of, like, you didn't need to know a lot of well, the, the names, really. the like, mother. Yeah. It's not, no yeah. one else, And really. you're more, you get so distracted by the tension and the 
the so, scares anyway that you sort of just don't. You, you are ba- basically your head is just going move the fuck out of this house, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold yeah. your stay. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's that was a- that was actually said on the Sally Jesse Raphael did that link I sent yeah. you guys. Yeah, they actually interviewed yeah. the real characters. And anyone said, why didn't you just go? Be- yeah. Because their reason was, and they said it in a movie. Yeah, they didn't. They couldn't afford to. Nah, that plus um, those spirits slutch onto you. So wherever you go, because she says, "Oh, can't we leave?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily Rain said, no, you can't because it just follows you. Well, they actually, they, uh, yet again. And I heard in, of that. That's like, if you believe in that stuff, that's what happens. They go into that more in the real story. Because um, the sister wrote a book. One of the girls from the thing wrote a book on the whole yeah. circumstance. The rules of possession are very convenient, though. Yeah, they are. Like, it can't just um, lash out straight away. Yeah. It has to has to haunt you for like a week. Yeah, I know. Why can't I just... Yeah. It has to break you down. It has to do down. some small uh, creepy yeah. things and then it can take you yeah. over. It has to fuck you up mentally for a while yeah. and then <laughs> take you out. Um, I was going to say, the dad, man, the dad's got some fucking nuts on him. And I'll tell you why. Because they open that, that like uh, thing under the stairs, the cellar door, and, goes, and he's straight down there and it's nighttime. And I'm like... Fuck that Man, shit. as soon as I've seen that many spiderwebs, I go, oh, I'm yeah, not going exactly. down there. I'll be have a massive stick and take them all Hard down. pass, man. Yeah. Get the more team, Ken. Every time I'm I see out. him, every, <laughs> every time I see him, I just think of Band of Brothers. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was doing as well. <laughs> so what's he doing here? Richard Lewis, is that yeah. his name? Really? <laughs> yeah. Or Nix, Nix. That's his name, yeah. Nix. Yeah. But I will say this, the whole, the whole seller thing, it's, it's kind of, yeah, but it's, it's kind of cool on the front that, haven't you ever really wanted to have like to buy something and then all of a sudden randomly have like a seller and be like, holy fuck, look at all this cool shit <laughs> and to wade through it? No. No? Like, why, man? It just creeps me out. <laughs> really? I think yeah. it'd be fun. <laughs> there's oh, cool cool some cool looking stuff. stuff down there. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw it all away. Yeah, you, you're, a very, you're a very, what's it called? Um, you I, have an I'm ability. A minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like crap. That's amazing. I can't do that. But but then he'll but he'll room. throw stuff out, and then two weeks later he'll want it back, back. and he'll buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for it. Yeah. But uh, but I I do uh, commend the minimalism nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Got to save the earth, you know. You throw it away and then buy it again. How's that? <laughs> uh, the. Uh, whenever the kids get grabbed from something, like the oh. the sound effect, yeah, under the like for the even with the bed where it, goes, yeah. it takes a. I actually paid attention foot. to. I paid attention to because I thought, I wonder if they're just actually moving their foot, but then the next move they get, they actually fully getting pulled off the bed. I mm. think there's someone there. Yeah, someone would just be grabbing them. Yeah, no, no them yeah. a bit. Yeah, then they must just green green them out. Yeah. Or yeah. Rotor, what do you call it? Um, rotor- Scope out the yeah. yeah. Um. Probably a rape or something. So the the thing that I love about what Juan does with the camera in a lot of these scenes, I'm jumping around a lot, but these are just ideas I've got. Mm. On yeah, but that's what we do cool. with these. Yeah. We don't go through them meticulously. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a thing I, I really like about Juan is he uses space and and location, similar to what mm. Declan said before, where there'll be a wide. Yeah. And for example, they have two separate rooms that they can see into. But they'll pan from one room to the next yep. and then back to the other and use the space from that pan to not give a jump scare, but to build that tension. Mm. But what's, what else is good about that? Towards the end of the movie, if you closed your eyes and transported into that house, you knew exactly, exactly. where every room was. Yeah. Yeah, they do a good job of uh, setting up the geography of the house. Yeah. Don't they? yeah. It's amazing. 
Yeah, it's uh, it is really, but uh, that is a lot to do with I think the wides of the film. Yeah, and I think the film does have, if you look at it, it has a shitload of wides. Mm. A lot of it is establishing what this place is mm. and how it works. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, I didn't you do yeah, really you do really know your way around. You could walk through it yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's heaps important. Right? A lot of movies miss that. It is important because you. When you hear something upstairs, you straight away will be like, oh, it's probably in that person's yeah. room and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think what helps is that, again, with the clapping game, you know where, mm. stuff's e- where stuff is. Mm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about one of the scares in particular because there's some weak ass scares here. There's the ones like Annabelle in the closet and then there's the bash, the boom on the door boom, at the boom. start, which is sucks. Um, Annabelle in the, clo- in the, the Annabelle in the closet later one. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, in the closet later. Or the one... The one where it's in the closet and then it goes, boom, and you hear the bash and then they go to the... I think they go to the door. Oh, the opening? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it just sucks. Yeah. And then yeah, there's like... Shit. There's the carousel scare. Um, there's just things like the doors slamming, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not into that. No, I like I like the... But there, a lot of those ones are literally just there to like... <laughs> as a false kind of like... Yeah. Little, little extra. Make you yeah. feel a little bit safe nothing hectic is happening yet and then yeah. then there's two i think there's two scares in this there's two that got me that i thought were really well earned <laughs> and executed before we say it let's see <laughs> if we can do this and say them together uh, the first one would be the clap clap, clap yeah. yeah yeah and the second well, one we, would well, be which clap the clap in the one where she gets stuck the closet? in the cellar or in the cellar and it comes out of yeah. 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 No, yeah because the one in the closet that one isn't so much of a jump scare because it's just the arms coming out and then she goes up and there's nothing there but But that's when you start going well something else was in there yeah Yeah. and that that that, sorry that builds up to later (laughs) yeah the, the yeah, big the clap, clap yeah. behind. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it was like, like, fuck. When you yeah. see, when you hear that, you go, and you're just like, you can't get out of there. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I, that's when I take, I find the rusty something in there and I slip my own throat. I'm like, fuck <laughs> this, I'm out. Jesus. <laughs> you know that this whole um, movie is face. a metaphor for getting chlamydia, the clap. <laughs> and the way you can spread it that, that's, oh my god this is uh, the new theme of the conjuring who would have known wow. um, the so that's second, why I'm here to dig deep Jesus. <laughs> dig deep alright far out oh, what, what, what do you do you bring uh, flair to yeah, the podcast flair. is that what I said yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I bring that's flair that's what I bring Flair. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, and the second one is the, the above yes, the closet. Hundred percent. That's what I was yeah, that with Bashiba. That didn't scare me at all. That fucked me up. I did not like that at all. Was I, it, I, I, I wasn't. Got, I got the chills. It wasn't from so it. much that oh, I jumped, but I think part of the reason I wasn't jumping was because I was laughing at my girlfriend. So yeah. <laughs> but um, that I didn't. I just thought that was a very, very good way of. Showing her for the first time. Yeah, I thought it was, it was cool, very but cool. it wasn't as scary as a clap because I just saw that. Out no, the clap is the ultimate yeah, scare yeah, in that film because that's the first one where nothing. Yeah. After the you clap, your it. brain is like, "Fuck, anything could happen." Yeah, it's true. Anything could happen after you get the clap. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've ruined the podcast. Yeah, I know. Chlamydia? Anyone? Chlamydia? <laughs> no, it is. I think the the on top of the closet scare. Uh, was so well done horrifying mm. and even well there is one one that i think that we uh kind of forget a little bit about and this is the whole the kid there's a cool shot where the kid wakes up in the middle of the night and is like there's something in the room 
But you and the, uh, the plant smells. You, smell you the can't cotton. see it. What she sees, can no, you? That's because no. I was like, I was like, is, is this TV too dark? I'm watching. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. There's a shot here that shows something that Juan would then go into doing with a lot more of his films later in future. Mainly his action movies like yeah. Fast and Furious and Aquaman, which I don't really no. like too much. Terrible. But I think that he does do cool things with the cameras in them. Mm. Uh, there's a shot where she's looking under the bed upside down. Oh, that oh, and the right camera twists yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. around. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful shot. It like does a full like 180 upside down, yep. and then comes straight in above her, and it's amazing. Yeah, and man. you're you're so constantly because of the way that they've done like the clap shot and the woman on the the Bathsheba on the wardrobe. Yeah, you are expecting something to be there oh yeah and it's not and that makes it even worse in a well, way because you're just like seen... when is it going to pop up and you're just like you know, yeah. your brain yeah. is just going like yeah, no just no no stop i kind of mentioned something here this is the advantage of not cutting between shots yeah. yes this is that's perfect use of of having it like a long take or you know because yeah. it just you're there it makes you there you know what i mean yeah the the pacing of that like you know as we'll go into that more as well the yeah. pacing but a lot of that type of thing, being able to uh, masterfully uh, design the uh, amount of time you're supposed to have on a shot yeah. isn't easy. No. No. It's so difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think that Juan does that in spades. But in so I, I wonder if, like, I know, that, I know that everything he does is very purposeful and all that, but I do, like, and I wonder this from a technical aspect, if there's, like, they do a lot of just, like, long takes of events mm. and then when they're in the edit they find their pacing or is he literally from the script going this is exactly eight. how long we need to do it here because if he if that is the way he does it he's a fucking freak of nature yeah. he's yeah he, like yeah, <laughs> yeah i know yeah because i because the way that i would do it would be to just fucking film things everything really long and just do like really long days yeah. and then just like because that's the only way I can imagine that you'd actually be able to get Cut a perfect one. Because yeah. I yeah. can't imagine on set being able to time it out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that a lot of what he does... Sorry to interrupt. Oh, I was going to say, he... Uh, I like how you know me. I'm just watching you and now I'm going to say something. <laughs> he he ate just a, just a fun fact. Um, he shot this chronologically as well. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah that's mm. cool. Yeah. So... I don't know. Maybe he's. It's his, it's his third film. I think he knows how horror works and how the edit works. Maybe. Yeah, I think you know. I think he I think, learned a lot. I would just think to give from, himself a safety net and leeway. Sorry, Reese, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he learned a lot from Dead Silence, which is his ones before it. Yeah, with bacon. Um, that's not bacon. Is it? That's a guy from Supernatural. It's the guy that plays Sam. I thought it was Kevin Bacon. Don't argue horror no. movies with Reese, mate. Oh man, I know this okay. shit. Okay. Um, horror, horror King. <laughs> I'm gonna check that. Yeah. I'll it check it. Look it up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I think that he does a bit of both. So I know that a lot of the time, uh, to bring a little bit of a fact in, I know a lot of the time he will be in the suite and go, fuck, I should have left that longer or I mm. should have made that quicker. So I think that he does think about it yeah. uh, on set, but I don't think he... I think he goes more on intuition with that than he does on uh, actually like, you know, having a well, pen that's pretty, out. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that it... it I, if I was to guess how he shoots that type of thing personally, just judging by interviews and how he talks about it, mm. um, it would be intuition. Oh, so it wasn't the which one of Kevin Bacon who did one? Oh, that's um, Death Sentence. Ah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. But I was it's not about. a horror one. It's yeah. more like an action revenge film. Uh, yeah. Um, names. Going further down the rabbit hole here, the zoom ins. This is something I love in the film. That's, that's the old seventies. I love that. That's what he wanted. <laughs> 
That's that, that whole yeah. style. Zoos have been coming back a little bit in Zoo. Yeah. That's because of oh, Tarantino, nah, I feel. I think it's because of it's from um, James Cameron. He but smashes also, it uh, in Avatar. Yeah, he boom, he's punching it all They're the like crash zooms. Yeah, they're, they're like... Because Superman does it a lot. Men of Steel. Fuck, yeah, that does it so much. Heat, yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You're like, that was because they, they, they were like, oh, can you not use so much slow-mo, Zack Snyder? So he's like, okay. Crash zooms. He goes full bay. Yeah, no, I just... I like the slow zooms and it does make it feel like an older film. Yeah. Straight off the bat. Yeah, he wanted it to... To mimic like a seventies feel. Another movie I watched recently that the slow zooms was that Spotlight. I rewatched that recently. God, how good is that movie? Yeah, yeah. So it does yeah. just a, it does a lot of like slow zooms in on churches and things like mm. that. That's yeah, so interesting. That's a fantastic film, that. Um, they use a lot of point of view shots in this. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and yeah. people staring straight into the barrel of the camera. Yeah, because yeah. you're in point of view. Yeah, yeah. So you get that moment where, like, you know, you'll be the mother walk into a room, mm. and Ed, Ed Warren will look at you and be like, blah blah blah, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> you have a moment there. You're like, I feel really in this. How do I get? <laughs> it does make you feel like you're in it, and you're just like, oh, I don't like being in this house. Well, the POV. You know? I'm trying to remember the POV shots more of the mother. More so than the mother than anyone else, if yeah, I remember. Yeah, because she was Sometimes the one. That's kind of because she gets possessed. Yeah. So I guess that's like a way kind of like Following possessing her yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. intelligent. Oh, I'm um, agreeing with you. Yeah. Also, just I know he's like romantically <laughs> sweet. I always do that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Um, uh, <laughs> the, the the kids in the scene where all the Fucking photos fall off the wall. Mm. How do they not wake up? Yeah, <laughs> that was that yeah, was one that thing. Was, yeah. There were and then heaps of loud noises were happening. She's downstairs yeah. in that cellar, screaming and bashing on the door. Mm. But actually, in saying that, Lucas, if he's sleeping, and I can have the music crank, and he will not wake up. But these are. This is the whole. This is not the same. This is the whole fucking house's. Oh, maybe they're deep sleepers. Pictures falling off the wall. Or maybe so loud. Maybe the demon is possessing them too. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just fucking. Uh, there's. Uh, what's yeah, it called? Crazy. I had here. That was a cool scene, though. That was, awesome. uh, that was a cool scene. Also, the, the mother screaming. Huh? That's the clap scene, isn't it? Because then she go. They get knocked off, and then she yeah, goes into it the starts cellar. off. Yeah. 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 The mother screaming. Who is that? Falling downstairs. Doors slamming. Mm. I'm like these kids after at least the second thing. Yeah, because the, yeah, the mum's yelling thing. out. She's yelling. Yeah, out. she's yelling. Yeah, like screaming, and you can hear it from the house. They pull out into the house for a moment, and you can clearly hear a guy. Like, ah! Do you know what though? Still <laughs> better than the Annabelle opening. It's fucking oath. <laughs> oh yeah, crap. <laughs> oath, man. Um, Daniel's just taking some memories out of his temple <laughs> into the pensive. Uh, I like how they they talk about. Oh Jesus! Yeah, flat is my hair. <laughs> this is a podcast. They can't see it. <laughs> Bring up something the why audience. Why are you worrying about it again. now? <laughs> um, I got hat hair, everyone. Just thought you like. I don't think that. they care. <laughs> hey, people love me, mate. Oh, that's true. Um, there's the whole like they they talk about uh the the guy Maurice which is like the thing that the the Warrens are investigating in the other mm. part and I love oh. it they explain Maurice he's like 
he's got a third grade education. <laughs> they, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I laughed with it. I thought, oh, that was funny. Um, uh, when the, okay. I, I was just having that. I'm trying to figure out what next to talk about. Um, What's the next important point there? Oh, the ghosts. The ghosts inside of the house. They, they're scary, but it's, it's cool that... I like how they do this. Juan does this a lot. And I think that it has been done a lot before, but he does it a lot better as well. The whole ghosts being inside of the house and then them being trapped because of the demon. And they're also the not entity. evil. And they're not evil, mm, yeah. yeah. So Rory, which is like yeah. <laughs> the clap Rory ghost. Rory. Yeah. The only Don't say. creepy. Our <laughs> 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 scary. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't. He doesn't use the clap. You met Rory, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. What a character. Um, I miss Rory. Wow. Cool man. Thanks. No. Mate, it's being human. You should try it one day. Wow. <laughs> um, Jesus. The the like the ghosts. The whole well, the the whole like uh, backstory and how they interconnect the backstory with the ghosts throughout yeah, the yeah. film. Yeah. Like the history of the of the film is pretty um pretty close to being accurate mm. to the real story, uh, which we'll get into. So it's it's cool to see the introduction of those ghosts. The only thing is, is that they're so fucking angry all the way through it. Yeah, like I would be too if I, I had to be forced to murder my own child. Yeah, but yeah, do guess. you know? Do you actually? Do you know what the? Do you know what the theme of this movie is? And it's explored through these ghosts and, the, and the parent family. Is there a joke coming? <laughs> if um if a house is cheap don't fucking buy it. it's probably haunted <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's, that's what happens is this is they're like oh what a steal this house oh, was yeah. don't true. do it movies <laughs> like that don't be fucking cheapskates is the theme of the movie <laughs> well, don't, like, just do a bit more research into your house it's true they don't like they have this moment where they're like well, the the real estate agent didn't tell us anything about it. Actually, and like, there's, a, there's a fact on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the the government wouldn't allow you to find that information out. There was no there was no like law to say. Well, there was no law that they needed to tell you the history yeah, of the house. Yeah. That does not mean that you couldn't go and ask find the history of the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ask the neighbor, hey, why is it so cheap? <laughs> and by so the way, good. they do that later. Like the actual people do that as yeah, well. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Oh, man. Uh, you know, like I'm just saying, if you if you find out your house is, for example, there's those other people in the, another interview you, you sent to me mm. where they're like, our house was a, a funeral mortuary yeah. or something. And you're like, well, why didn't you figure that out before? So dumb. <laughs> like, Who's <laughs> if you live in a funeral home? Yeah, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't feel comfortable. Just living in an abandoned bowling club, hey. <laughs> Hi, Rory. <laughs> oh wow. Um, Jesus. Um, the Rory, he took me. He goes, okay, because he's Rory. No, this is a funny story. He's a nice guy. Okay, yeah. all right. So I had to go um, pick him up because we were shooting a wedding, and then um, I go into his place. I put in the coordinates and it's, it's like a like a master builder. Can you give right? a little more like context? Rory is... He, he, used, works, to work, he, he used to work for, for me. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like just so I went to go pick is. him up to drive. We were doing a, a wedding in, in Sydney. I had to pick him up. Anyway, so I go in there. There's this crap everywhere. No, but you go... But you go... Because Daniel goes to me the first time I went there as well. He goes, he lives in a bowling club. I was like, what do you mean? He's like... <laughs> yeah. And he really? goes, you know, he's like, seriously, man, I'm not, I'm not kidding. He lives in a bowling club. And you know what Daniel's like when you first meet him. I'm like, You're like, fuck, like this what is fucking bullshit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then we get there. No, we get there and he goes, seriously, come with me. And we go up to um, the front oh, door. Yeah, the front door. No, this is the first time I saw it. Oh. And I had the same experience as you. The front door <laughs> is automatic doors. 
So you what? get there and they slide yeah, yeah. open. Yeah. Yeah. And you go in and then Rory's like, this is my bedroom. And his bedroom's got all holes in the walls because it was the old TAB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he goes, oh, I've got to go to the toilet. So let's go to the toilet. And it's like a whole shower block. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? This is and the bowling and he, the bowling greens are still there, and they just did all that. He had all these inventions and stuff out there. Oh my god! All the like. So they wow. literally lived in an abandoned bowling club with oh. automatic electric doors yeah, so funny. and holes in the wall. Of TV. That sounds both horrible and awesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah. it would have been That's cool. The thing. There was like four was, of them. Yeah, there? it was cheap. Yeah. And one of his um. One of his uh, guy, one of the guys he lived with. Again, cheap. Was it haunted? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Tying it in. Maybe when you're sleeping, <laughs> you, you want to make doors open by themselves. No, you just hear, you just hear bowling balls going oh, on the green. Imagine, horrifying. Just clicking, to, just hearing chinking together. <laughs> imagine, and a whole bunch of guys going, oh, yeah, mate. You know, <laughs> going, oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, chase it in. Oh, man. But thing is... Rory was that character where you just accept it. If it was like, it seemed normal. Yeah, because that's how he always just did things, and it's like, man, what are you doing? So he kind of so was like the kid in the movie then, pretty much. Because you're like, he's clapping. Seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it was funny, man. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I really had on ideas for the film. Mm. Honestly, like yeah. things that I thought of. I, 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 think- would, I would like to say while well, we're still not talking about our thoughts on it, final thoughts and everything. Uh, I, I think James Wan is a very refreshing individual as a director. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, because and, he's, and very young He's too. very positive and he just loves his job. And he doesn't act like... He doesn't act like he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders and everything. He just... He real, he knows what he's doing. He's such a... Yep. like He's good at it. Don't get me wrong. You have to be good at what you're doing. Yes. But he knows that he's so lucky and he's so happy to be doing what he's yeah, doing. And, and I like that. He has said that he's a pussy. And making these movies helps him get over the fear of being scared. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, Because yeah, he he's Australian, isn't he? Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, that, I, just think it's, I just think it's very nice to see someone like that yeah. in that position. It's cool. Yeah. I'd like yeah, to see... I, 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 you know, I've seen live uh, Leigh Winnell interviewed because I went to watch his uh, a movie that he was a part of uh, in Texas. But... He was yet again another guy that's just really nice as well. Mm. He he does all mm. the movies with most yeah. of the. Well, films this was the with. first one he didn't do. Yeah, because yeah. he did Insidious, wrote yeah. Insidious with him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he just you're right. He is a refreshing director, and I think that a lot of directors could aspire to be a little more mm. like him. Mm. Which is the fact that you get to make movies. Yeah. yeah. You, you gotta you gotta understand. You get to play make believe daily. It's hard work. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. At times, but like it's at, in the grand scheme of things in the world, you get to just play. Yeah. Mm. You get to have a whole bunch of pieces on a board and go do this. I wouldn't it's, like. It's, I wouldn't it's like the same. Do it's, it. it's what I know. I've referenced <laughs> him a few times, but like it's, when he was younger, I think he was a bit of a brat. But now, like Paul Thomas Anderson has mellowed out, and he's the same. Like he knows, he's just chill and knows that like what he does is like so much fun. Yeah. And like mm. when you see guys like that, and you see them like, you see videos of them at red carpet premieres, and like there's all this press there in big magazines, but they go up to like young kids that are there filming for like a school project or something, yeah. and go, "Oh, do you want to ask me some questions?" And you're just like, "What a what a dude, man!" That's you're so like, cool. "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> you're <in> the school. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, there's one. There's one where Paul Thomas in it, and the girls, he's like, "Hello," and they're like, 
hey, and he's like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're doing a project for school. And he's like, oh, he's like, do you want to ask me some questions about the movie? And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be, be the same, man. I'd be, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but yeah, compare him to, um, what's that guy that did that movie and it was bombed and he was a young dude. Dave, not David Ayer. No, no. <laughs> well, David Ayer. Um, David Ayer. Josh Trank. Josh Trank, Josh yeah. Trank. He just went. Off the rails. Yeah, man. but so now, even with his new movie, Capone. No, I, I didn't even bother looking at it. I didn't even that. bother it either. The makeup he got terrible. The, the way that they said it was like was horrible yeah. and pretty much he had a second chance. He yeah. could have done a movie where. Did they finish filming it? Yeah, yeah he finished it. it. He oh, was that with Tom Hardy? On, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy yeah. yeah. Was it good? Have, have you nah, it got, it what's got, it out on? Everything. It's oh, on Netflix. Netflix yeah. Is it? It was yeah. a Netflix original. Um, but yeah, I just think that he like had a second chance, yeah, yeah. could have gone out and done something that pushed his career further, no. went out and made something that was just, I don't know how you could make something. As you say, vanilla. Worse even, than vanilla. I don't even think they said it was vanilla. They said it was just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a component story. It felt just, like a man going crazy and that yeah. was it. Just it's, horrible. Yeah. It's Boring. Wasn't good. Um, yeah. So I think that like, you're right. Uh, one should be uh, praised for how he treats other people within his work. Yeah. And that's and how good he is at what he does too. And the yeah, fact that he's grateful yeah. of yep. what he does. Yep. I've never seen him. He's I've t- never seen him not happy. Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard him in mm-hmm. interviews and stuff and he's always so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> it looks like he walks into a room and goes, okay, let's work. Yeah. And you're like... The fuck? Oh, this guy's tell. our leader, and he's and so he he's so excitable. The scenes, like, you can yeah. see behind the scenes, he's like he's he's like energetic, and I'd like you can to see, see he's got a good happy aura. You, around. you know that when when a day happens, <laughs> when a day happens, <laughs> Daniel here is swinging around around the Voldemort uh, wand. It looks like it fits him perfectly. <laughs> when the when the day happens, <laughs> it's the no nose. Okay. Change, <laughs> change the one that I did pick originally, which is the older wand. Yeah. The most powerful wand of the Harry Potter universe. We're such geeks. Uh, I know that. (laughs) You're not meant to know that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just think that uh, I like I like that about him. Yeah. Final thoughts. Do you want me to do final thoughts, or do you want me to do my Daniel Day Lewis method story first? Oh shit! Oh, and we still haven't done facts. I'm jumping. And and questions. I'm really not getting. What do you want? Let's do do the questions. We'll do the. Do Daniel Day Lewis right at the end? I think we're okay. going to do the questions now. Yep. All right. Um, so we got uh, three different questions here. Uh, we got one this, from this was a requested film. Yes, this was a re- requested film. Uh, Zach requested this movie. I'm not going to say Zach. I'm not going to say any last names. Just going to say the first names. Yep. Zach requested this movie. And um, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening and thank you for requesting. Uh, you asked us the question, Zach. I'm just bringing it up here real quick. Uh, how do they make these movies so scary? Um, honestly, I think we answered a lot of this within yeah, the podcast. The, the editing, the direction. And the pacing. Yeah. Uh, it's all about Obviously building the, the suspense through uh, long camera cra- camera shots, yeah. uh, putting things behind closed doors and then coming yeah, revealing them. and revealing them. But I like how he they, they say in this film, it's, it's not a... Um, with a lot of Juan's horror films, mm. he doesn't just jump to the scare. The yeah. scare is not even almost a scare. Sometimes he shows, he shows it first. Yeah, he shows the scare is going to happen. Yeah. So it's not about the scare. It's about the tension. Mm. Yeah, the rubber band. Yeah. He doesn't even blow it up. He doesn't even let it snap. No. He just brings it all the way there and then goes, oh, okay, that's what's going to happen. Mm. You know? Mm. 
uh, which I think is really intelligent. It is. Yeah. Um, I think that answers his question yeah. pretty well, simply. Yeah. Um, Lisa asked, which is our next question. Thank you, Lisa, for listening. Uh, she asked, could you go more in depth of the real family? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you did a little bit of research on this, Dan. Um, they were just a, a normal family, basically. It's, there's nothing really... Yeah, but it what happened, to know the story. What happened in real life? Yeah. Oh, well, that, basically... <laughs> she it wasn't because it wasn't the, the same story. Sorry. She didn't want to know uh, the family was, history. Yeah. yeah it, was very, it was very similar. We would hope they are just normal family because yeah. then they're relatable. No, it was, <laughs> but, it, was pretty, it was pretty similar. Basically, when Juan um, made this movie, he, he relayed a lot of information. Um, he got a lot of information from Lorraine. And got her sort of, you know, taken the whole thing. Well, I, what I heard, because I, I watched an interview with the uh, parent's sister, uh, she she wrote a book on on the actual uh, events. And a lot of it had nothing to do with possession or anything like that. Uh, the family had, they went into this place, they would see ghosts regularly. So they would say they would see a man sitting at the table. They would walk through and then walk through the next to the next room to the mother. And then they'd be like, oh, who's the guy sitting on the table? And they, they would say that it was kind of because there was always so many people coming inside and outside of the house. Mm. So they would always never really think too hard. Mm. Um, yeah, like, yeah, so with the spirits, because I've done a lot of research on this in the past, and the movie does explain it, there is good ones and there's bad ones. And usually the bad ones uh, take the form of like a black mass. Um mm. So you can you can imagine like a like a a cling film human shape without the sheen. So it's like you can see straight through, but it's filled with like a black smoke. Yeah, that's like a bad uh, a bad entity. entity or omen, and you can actually feel the dread. If you feel dread, like I don't know if you've walked through houses, it's I like a to, dementor's guy. <laughs> yeah, look, I've I've got a past. Like I've seen things when I was younger. I don't know if I was sleepwalking or not, but. If sometimes when you walk into a house, you know, everyone's had that feeling. You walk somewhere and you just feel weird. I think some people, like, because I, I, like, like, I, I am a skeptic, but yeah. there are some places that do, that are freakier. Yeah. So, like, it's like for people at home, I work in a coal mine. Oh, and there's sometimes yeah. that I have to go to areas that are very segregated from the rest of the mine where it's just, and I've just been it's there on my own. Yeah. Like, I've have, have to drive down and wait for people to turn up. And, like, you, your brain does yeah, go into, like, that trick where it's just like, yeah. Where you hear like every noise is so apparent, mm. and like you just kind of like, and I'm I'm sitting there going like I know this is my brain, but yeah. I'm hearing like wind howling, and it does. I can imagine yeah. if you're in a place like that how I'm, I imagine that house would have felt creepy as because yeah. it's an old farmhouse. But was, I can see how yeah. you would start the to creaks and cracks. There was yeah. one one. I got a perfect example. This is the latest one. I shot a wedding in oh, it was in Barrel, and they they um. The girls were getting ready in this heap sick house. It was an old mansion, massive. Uh, middle of nowhere. And the whole house felt nice. And I asked the bride, I said, where's your dress just so I can get a photo of it? She goes, oh, it's up the stairs. It's amazing. Like, you know, those real big mansion staircases. Mm. It's all lit up nice. And then the room, you got the staircase. There's a hallway that cuts across to like a T intersection when you get to the top. I turn left, go down this room right at the end. Mm. And as soon as I walked in, I just felt like, oh, fuck, this is hectic. And I sort of, you know, pushed it to the back of my mind. It's like, oh, it's nothing, you know. It's mm. daylight, nothing's going to happen. You know, thinking to myself. And as I got the dress, I don't think I told you this. As I got the dress, I just put it up near the, you know, somewhere I can hang it. So you I can do a, a photo. face above the dress. Nah, no face. 
fuck. There was, you know those access hat to service hashes? Oh, yeah. There was one on the wall. I looked at that and I went, fuck this. I just felt real bad. I, and I, I took the dress and took it downstairs. <laughs> I didn't go back into that room. It just felt too weird. Yeah. Weird. But that's, yeah, that can happen. Yeah. Anywhere. Well, going a little bit more into the parent family. Uh, so they would experience a lot of those type of entities. Mm. But what would occur uh, that would be so scary is that the mother, she entered the house and quote for quote, uh, the sister said, the, the daughter said that she looked like a model. And if you look at photos of the mother, she looked gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, and, the real one. Yeah, the, and she looked healthy and, and fit and all those things. Um, when they left, she was a shell of a human being, mm. like an absolute shell. Yeah, and they said that um, the mother started off by slowly learning a little more about the house. Now, things like Bathsheba is true. It's true that the, there was a woman there called Bathsheba. Mm. Uh, she was a real person. And um, her name was... Uh, uh, oh, her name was Bathsheba. That was her name. Uh, and she did. She was accused of uh, sacrificing a child. Yep. Uh, was acquitted. They didn't have the evidence. Mm. Um, but then there was other things that would happen that were, you know, wrong in the house. Mm. Um, but as, as it continued on, um, uh, so it says here, uh, eight generations of family. I'll give you a little bit of a fact yeah, on the house. A hectic history. There's eight generations of family lived and died in the house before the parents moved in. Two suicides, poisoning deaths, uh, rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl, mm. two drownings, and four men who froze to death. Uh, most of the deaths were there. Most of the deaths of the Arnold family, which was the family that was there, mm. were um, uh, were of Bathsheba Sherman's descendants. So they were all of Bathsheba, Bathsheba Sherman's yeah, it's like descendants. A, it's like a cursed family. Um, but uh, what would happen with the mother is she went so far down a rabbit hole of learning about this house that she constantly learned and learned and learned and wouldn't do anything. She yeah, wouldn't obsessed. eat. She wouldn't sleep. Mm. She wouldn't do anything. So it sounds to me like this: the people that lived in this house before are just fucking insane. Yeah, it, A lot of it would have come down to that. Yeah. They would have had problems, <laughs> mental problems. And, and then and the mum's reading about this all the time. So, of course, so she's going to say shit everywhere. She's yeah. going to say it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it takes over your um, mind. <laughs> so by the end of it, uh, they actually came. They lived there for a while. I think it was like 10 years or something. Mm. A decent amount of time. And uh, it came to this ending where they were like, look, we got one more year we can live here and then we can go somewhere else. It would be good for us. And pretty much the father said, if you live, said to the mother, if you live here one more year, you'll die. Die. You'll die. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And that's why they left. And it's funny, the, the young girl that uh, wrote the book, she said she liked the place. <laughs> yeah. No, she genuinely said no, she liked the place. No, I'm just laughing because yeah. I just think yeah, it's funny. It's just... Like, yeah, yeah, well, she said she it had looks some like of the... it was quite a quaint little yeah. place. <laughs> she she <laughs> like said, the, nice... well, actually, another thing, uh, the whole layout of the house is exactly the same yeah, as the a... layout. So the they didn't shoot at that house, did they? Because no, no. I saw the lady that lives in the house now was getting the shits because heaps of people were trespassing on her property. Yeah, <laughs> they, they built the set and they did you know, that massive tree. They built that yeah. as well. They Could... built the tree. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she built. she actually. Um, <clears throat> Was trying to sue people and everything. Yeah. Because they were just like infringing on our property. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get straight into the facts. I th that's that's pretty much it for the questions. I had one more um, the best from my girlfriend, but it was oh. silly. Okay. It's a say with, say with love. It was, 
why do I get scared by it? And I'm like, you're going to have to figure that out yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tana, does he always pick on you? What? Nothing. <laughs> uh, you know my best fact is? Do you, want me to, do you need a throw to facts? Because I... Oh, yeah, that, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be, can you? Oh, actually, sorry. My want, oh, no, my, my phone's vibrating. Oh, sorry. This is so unprofessional. You can cut this out later if you want, Reese. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Right, I'll let him know. It's Barack Obama. He said it's time for facts. <laughs> <laughs> Not fake news. <laughs> factoids, factoids. Giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some crap noise. This is getting shitter by the week. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting more intricate like there are going to be full segments on the facts soon oh, like 15 minute runs oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm into prop comedy now I'm out of <laughs> he literally picked up the phone and took the call oh my god man the, the best fact right yeah there's actually a couple based off this I think in Jesus Christ I was in China or Asia fucking broken and calm yourself down man oh, wow um I can't was an Asian country. People were walking in and then they had to get blessed on the way out because it was that scary. And it got an R rating, even though, yeah, there's no nudity. There's nothing. The Philippines. There. Yeah. Just, it's just because of the, the sheer horror and people were just freaking out. That, yeah. So that, 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 that's funny because that actually might, maybe that people would benefit from having that as a rating on movies because I know some people would find this just so unbearable to get well supernatural themes is now a massive rating but yeah that was one of the facts i had the film has no sex or nudity little profanity tame and little blood no alcohol or smoking and it was off scares alone that it got an ma15 plus in in australia and r in in america and they and he said how can we make it an m and literally the board said they can't you can't (laughs) it's impossible yeah and it made um, it banked. It banked. It well. banked hard. This yeah. movie Highest, broke records. Of all time was it? It oh, broke. One, one oh, of, yeah. oh, well, one of them. Uh, it broke the bo- box office record, bringing in forty-one million on an opening weekend. Mm. Yeah, that is nuts for a horror movie. Not commonly done. No wonder they gave Michael in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the production built the fifty-foot tree. So that that tree yeah. is fifty foot tall. Uh, the real the real Annabelle was an old used Raggedy Ann doll and was known for leaving notes around with parchment, even though there was no parchment uh, in the house. And it was known to have attacked a guy named Lou and left claw marks on his chest. Yeah. His name was Lou. Questionable already. Wow. If Is it, he was saying anything the, of truth. Maybe the doll right? was, was a sex doll from Japan. Have you seen those dolls? Yeah, Back in 68? Um, I'm trying, trying to make a joke and obviously failed. It's a real life sex You can dog. tell I'm the dad here. <laughs> oh, leave the dad jokes to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, look, the, the real Lorraine Warren was actually in the film. Yes, she was one of the guests in the, in the Yeah, lecture. she was one of the guests in the lecture oh. at the very front row. Yep. Um, so in the original case, the Warrens were actually kicked out of the home yes. for the parent family. They were like, we. You, they they were like, you can't help us. Yeah. Mm. So get the fuck out. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Um, uh, and this is the first film without Leigh Winnell. We got that. Um, uh, and that's pretty much it. Bathsheba died of natural causes, so she mm. never hung herself. The real Bathsheba yeah. in 1885, and the film was shot chronologically. We pretty much covered a yeah. lot of the facts yeah. on the way through. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Let's get straight to uh, final thoughts. Do you want my methods after? Daniel Lewis' method story? Oh, shit. Yeah, go. Fuck. Keep forgetting. Sorry. 
Um, so can we get can we get some um some some method Daniel Day Lewis, please? Yeah, here's Thanks, here's man. this week's <laughs> how method did Daniel go story. So go it, Daniel. I go. haven't seen this movie, but for the movie My Beautiful Laundrette, um, he was he wanted to play. He was supposed to play a working class punk in this movie. So a bit yeah. of a you yeah. know, off the streets. Kid. Rough kind of kid. Yeah. Like race. Stephen, Stephen Frears, the wow. director, wasn't sure if Daniel would be right for the role because yeah. he was a bit of a. His dad was a um, poet. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a new fact I learned about Daniel Day Lewis as well. Famous more, poet. The more you know. So he thought, I don't know if this guy can really portray a rough character. <sighs> I you were going to say Patronus yeah. then. <laughs> so, how did Daniel Day Lewis get into character and convince him he was right for the role? He sent him a letter threatening to break his legs if he didn't give him the part. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> That's sick! <laughs> There's your Daniel Day-Lewis method stuff. Oh! There you go. I like that. <laughs> There's no better way to actually get the part if you're going to do that. <laughs> Jesus. Because I love the, I love the, like, the... Is he... Does he really mean it? Yeah. <laughs> is he, like... <laughs> probably, questionable moment. For the whole movie, you've probably been watching his back. What, what type of what, what type of um what location was it? Was it from America uh, or London or something? Actually, what was the film? His character from where was his character from? Because I can hear already if it was like, if it was from like, uh, Britain or London, it would have been like, wait, I break your fucking legs, man. It says, you know, like, <laughs> it says he, he turned up when he turned up. He was wearing rockabilly clothes and he had a working class accent. So I imagine it Britain, yeah. Britain. Yeah. So that sounds like you could just hear it already, man. You hear it already. Come up there, I break your limbs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> all right. So, final thoughts. Now we've covered everything. Dan, you go first. Final thoughts. Ah, uh, this is up there as one of the greatest horror movies. Well, my list. It's up. It's good. Um, there are ones better, obviously, but yeah, it'll be in the top ten for sure. Uh, excellent direction. Fantastic cinematography. Um, great tension. There's a lot of good tension in this movie. Yeah. Excellent editing. Uh, look, yeah, look, if you're a fan of the horror genre, this is one you must watch. Um, you probably think I'll give this a higher score, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, that's fair. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, this, this, this movie is very well put together. Yeah. Very, very masterfully orchestrated did you enjoy it yeah yeah okay. until oh i didn't like the opening which i forgot about when we first yeah. started talking until you brought it up again. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the opening and the ending is what the, I'm with the, the people yeah. that i was watching it with were just like oh, this feels like a what the hell is this acting <laughs> yeah it wasn't um, good was it yeah and nah. then um and like i said i know that you liked it but for me it lost a bit of its luster when it went full turned the notch up of the action Full which yeah. it happens a lot with these movies for me that's fair it's the same as i think the only movie that has been able to notch up the action and even though the effects don't really hold up to date still the idea of how they present it is jaws because that movie has the dread going all the yep. way throughout it and then the final act is like a bit more action but it still feels tense tense yeah, yeah. is that because it's not supernatural but it's still, I would still say Jaws is closer to sort of a horror movie. Than it is. It is a horror, yeah. It's, but if you think about it, the way that it hides the shark and everything, it's not too dissimilar to The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But does it's it make scary. it because the shark's more realistic or? 
Well, the shark looks pretty shit out. Yeah, there, I know, but, but like, Bruce. you know, no, but like, like, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't know if it's, it's that. It's more. It, I guess maybe it is that the ending that the idea of being attacked by a shark is more realistic to me than having a chair thrown into the roof yeah. and things like that. Mm. But yeah, that's just my thoughts. But it's yeah. it's a very good movie. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I I really like this movie. I've always really liked it ever since I've watched it. Um, I do like a mix of horror and action. So I think that it, it delivers on that front. For myself, I enjoy that. Uh, and I just think that uh, Juan is a master at building tension. His characters in it are uh, relatable enough where you can relate to them. So it doesn't feel like it's, uh, it's out of place. It doesn't feel like everyone's an idiot a lot of the time, even though there are moments, but it doesn't completely feel like you know everyone's mm. an idiot. Uh, and that really helps. Uh, I really like this movie. I've always liked this movie. I've always thought it was it was genuinely scary. And that's because of the tension. That's because of the moments like the clap. That's because of the moments like Bathsheba on the top of the, the closet or um, the, the entity in the corner of the room. Mm. Uh, it's got Yeah, it's got a lot of iconic scenes. Yeah. Memorable scenes. And, and just done well. Just it. For me, a horror movie is about doing it well. If... Mm. The how well they've technically uh, gotten the emotion from you, and that's mm. pretty much it. That's the mm. main thing about horror yeah. movies for me. No, and this one does it. It does it very well. It, it delivers does it very well. Um, and this, so I was gonna say, this is. Uh, oh, it's hard to put it in words, but it's it's interesting how you can use a camera and music to create an entire differently, like an entirely different genre. Mm. Um, like the first horror, like would you say Hitchcock is some of his movies? Well, his movies horror, are all about like, tension. Yeah, creating tension. Well. Just a th- just being the first. I think he was like the first to pioneer it, wasn't he? Like to make it. Uh, I think there was people before him. Things like the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari and um, Metropolis have moments of tension, but I think Hitch- he was Hitchcock the one was one of the first people to use the to start more t- camera technique, getting more technical with yeah. things. Yeah. Because I think being like, especially in that in that era of filmmaking, it takes like a genius. I think to think to think of that of how to okay, how can we how can we scare people mm. properly? Mm. It definitely does. Uh, I think that you know bringing him into the foreground of horror, he's pretty much the the uh, the granddaddy of horror. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, Hitchcock was a very studious of film, and he used yeah. he. Basically, took all the fundamental techniques of filmmaking, like yeah. uh, things like the Kushlov effect and yeah. um, the way that the, the Battleship Pompton, that movie, yeah. that's the first one that actually cuts, yeah, um, cuts a sequence together to make a linear story. Like he yeah. was very studious uh-huh. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. he, that's why he was able to translate things to the way that we watch them today. Yeah, and that's. Like we're pretty spoiled for choices. Yeah, today, now so. we are. Yeah, that's what annoys me. And um, going off on a tangent again, is when people don't understand what it takes to make a film. Well, well, I, I do want to stress this. We bag some movies. Yeah, we and do. We, oh, we do. But I will never say that the person who's making the movie wants to make a terrible movie. No, no. Everyone goes into making a movie with the intention to make a good movie. Yeah, because mm. you're spending so much time on it. Um, but it just happens that some of them are just crap. Yeah, it's well, it's just the the decisions uh, don't turn out. Hmm. Yeah, and 
shit. If I go back and look at any of the movies I made, I think they're all fucking trash. Yeah. So, you know, like oh, yeah. to but say it with, you know. At least we have an understanding of what it takes to make a film. Yes. I mean, where people, if they trash it or even if they love it, it's like I think they'll like it more if they understood how... Like back when we're doing commercials and back in the day. Oh, how hard was it to convince Pe- people how long we'd need to film? Yeah. Be like, yeah. And they're like, okay, so it'll take 20 minutes. It's like, no, it'll take two hours yeah. at least. Like, and then yeah. you'll, you'll get, oh, yeah, we want to come along. So this is like the producers will come along. And at the end of the day, I said, oh, they go, oh, we don't know how you do it. It's like, you just well, sit around for most of the time. Like as you know, actors and stuff, I said, yeah, it was, you know, it's a lot of work behind the scenes that, you know, setting up lights and audio. And yeah, the actual getting of a shot is not the. the yeah, the and people process. don't understand <laughs> yeah. that. Well, even like I worked on, I was a, a extra on some Macca's commercials and they would go for four days for yeah. a 15 second commercial. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, like, yeah, people, I mean, you'll get an appreciation from a better understanding and yeah. I hope that we can bring some of that understanding on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but to give my final score, just to finish it up, <laughs> uh, I'm giving it an eight out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Nice. Uh, okay. Well, you want to wrap this up? Uh this week we reviewed The Conjuring. Uh, you've been listening to Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. She made me do it. I'm Declan. <laughs> wow. Respect. You yeah, have a good <laughs> week. Respect. Respect.